You're listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad that you could join us today. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. Welcome, everyone, to the Casting for Fun podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda, and this is episode 20 of my podcast. I'm very excited for today's episode. I speak with Barbara Zentz, who is one of the most, uh, the biggest Disney fans that I know and most prolific uh, knowledge when it comes to all things Disney. So I'm very excited to get a chance to chat with her, to talk about her experiences working at the parks, and to actually talk about an aspect that I think is kind of under uh not talked about enough when it comes to Disneyland the food options and so much more when it comes to everything related to Disney including some wonderful experiences and stories she has to share so this is episode 20 of the podcast uh my Disney conversation with Barbara Zenz joining me now on the casting for fun podcast is the foremost expert when it comes to all things Disney that I personally know Barbara Zenz Barbara how are you I'm doing great, Albert. How are you doing? Uh, very well, thank you. It's uh, great to have you on as guests and speaking on a subject that I'm sure so many people want to hear about, just because everyone loves Disney, everyone loves the parks. Uh, but I guess to kind of learn how to navigate the park even better and hear about yeah, some of yeah. your experiences as a cast member for how many years now? Uh, it'll be 17 years on the 20th of this month. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have anything special planned then for, for celebrating 17th? Well, not yet, um, because we were closed down for the year that I celebrated my 15th. I actually got to celebrate my 15th anniversary last month. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, very cool. Very cool. So yeah. well, before, before we jump into the parks itself, I wanted to ask you just some general questions about Disney. I think it'd be a really yeah. fun, interesting topic to go off of. So most of us as kids absolutely loved it. And we continue to love it as you know adults into our uh, later in life. So I wanted to ask you, what were some of your earliest memories of uh, uh following and loving the Disney brand like some of your favorite experiences as a child and what what do you think it resonated with you that you would uh love it so much even to this day oh my gosh um well like most kids like especially growing up in the 80s like going to the movie theaters and seeing all the Disney movies um but some of my earliest recollections of going to the parks um or park back then uh-huh. was my dad took me for my third birthday. Um, he, he had a tradition for all five of his kids that for our third birthday, he would take us one-on-one to Disneyland. Um, and then for our 12th birthday, he would take us to um, any theme park that we wanted um, that was, you know, Southern California, which would be like back then it was like Disneyland knots or Six Flags. Um, And I chose Disneyland again. And it's just been a great family tradition Um, between me and my two sisters. All three of us have worked at the parks either at um, all together at one point. Um, But some of my earliest recollections, I mean, watching um, the, what was it? Colorful World of Disney or The Wonderful World of Disney on television on Sunday, 
um, afternoons, evenings. Um, just watching all the Disney movies when I was younger, watching a lot of classics, a lot of musicals, all the musicals when I was younger, um, having a lot of older relatives, a lot of older siblings. Um, but it's just been an amazing experience, an amazing part of me growing up. My older sister worked there when I was middle school through high school. Um, and then she left probably about six months to a year after I got hired. Um, and that was a lot of fun. One of my first shows seeing her in, cause she um, did parades and shows. She was in a show called Light Magic. And that was the summer that I have been going through a really rough time medically in my life. Um, I was in uh, the hospitals. I was had a couple of surgeries and the closing night or the closing week of light magic, uh, like the day before I was let out of the hospital and my doctors told me you can't go. And I was like, no, I'm going. And they're like, fine, you can only do half a day. So I got to go for part of the day, but I got to see my sister perform, which was the big thing. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I kind of want to work here too. Mm -hmm. um, Stephanie's epiphany was working, was watching Fantasmic at it while we were having a family reunion. She told my cousin, I'm going to work. I'm going to work this. I'm going to do this. And she ended up doing it. And so here's me. 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid in a, in a um, wheelchair, fresh out of the hospital, watching these shows and just watching in awe and being happy for the first time in a very long time and being like, you know what? I want to do this. Like, this is something that's amazing. And one of my cherished pictures is... My dad was pushing me through Fantasyland in a wheelchair that day, and the beast stopped. Like, he was ignoring everybody else because he was on his way out. Stopped and gave me a hug. And all you see is like the very, very top of my face because he just totally enveloped me in this big, big old hug while I'm sitting there. And then. Like, acted like he kissed me on the forehead and then he turned around and he just kept walking. So, and help who you are and also who you want to become. So, and that's how I ended up at Disneyland and how I eventually became an entertainment host. So, Awesome. Yep. Very cool. That's a wonderful story, Robert. It's actually really cool to hear that. In fact, uh, Avery has a, a sort of similar experience with uh, the Beast. It, it's been fun, amazing for me as a parent to get to bring her to the park and see her get excited. Uh, one time just walking in that, that uh, walkway between uh, 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 the teacups and uh, It's a Small World. Uh, oh, yeah, the, Matterhorn the Way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what you call it. Okay, you will know all the technical areas. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so we're just walking there and we just happened to see Belle and the Beast and they couldn't stop. I mean, they had to go to where they were going, but they were yeah. still taking the time to at least greet people and say hello. And 
uh, Allison took Avery up and I was able to get a picture because I was looking from the distance and the beast just kind of like palmed uh, Avery's entire head with his hand. It was really funny and cute. And those, so. those, those, those hands <laughs> are massive. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Yep. So uh, growing up then as a child, did you have favorite movies? I mean, there's so many great ones, but are there any one particular, like whether animated, live action, or even like uh, Pixar that you really enjoy? Oh my gosh. Okay. So my grandma used to play um, this older musical, very old. It's called The Happiest Millionaire. And it is one of my favorites. Um, I would ask my, my dad, it's like, dad, can I watch the, the alligator movie? Because in this movie, the father, Fred McMurray, he had pet alligators in his house. <laughs> so I would ask my dad, I was like, hey, I was like, what's the movie with the alligators? I want to watch the one with the alligators. So I would, at, so I would watch Happy's Millionaire. Um, Peter Pan was another one of my absolute favorites growing up. Um, yes, I enjoyed all the princess movies, but I wasn't much of a princess girl. I really wasn't. Um, I was one of those anomalies I guess you could say <laughs> but I enjoyed Black Cauldron oh Black Cauldron's a classic yeah <laughs> and right classic right there um but yeah I was like I really was like yeah Happiest Million has to be one of my favorite Disney movies absolutely hands down Oh, very cool. In in our household, we actually love Sleeping Beauty. And part of why we loved it so much was because we had rented it from a local video store. I don't remember which one it was. Mm -hmm. We lost it and we ended up having to pay for it. And my dad was mm -hmm. pretty upset about that because back then when you had to buy a movie, it was really expensive. Oh, yeah. And we ended up uh, finding it after all. So of it course. was permanently in our collection. And because of that, we watched it just constantly over and over. So oh, fantastic. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so it's, it's actually kind of funny. Just I, I almost think I could probably recite the movie just because I've seen it so many times. There, there's a few I could do that with. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a few I can do that with. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then uh, um, going back to the Disneyland itself, how does the application process work when you decide you want to apply? Uh, do you apply for it like a normal job or is the process a little bit different? Well, the funny thing is a lot of things have changed in the past 17 years. <laughs> so when I first graduated high school, that's when I first tried applying for Disney, you would actually had to go into the, um, their hiring center, mm -hmm. which is located on the North side of the parks. We called it the big yellow building because it used to be yellow. Um, they have since painted it like this variation of teals and blues. Um, but I went in there filled out an application and they had an opening for um, interviews that day, stuck around, did interview. I didn't get hired. Um, fast forward a couple of years later, um, I went back, um, interviewed, and apparently they really liked my interview because they hired me on the spot. I oh, okay. couldn't start right of the way. Yeah. Um, it was really weird because like my older sister's um, still working there. So my younger sister and I, we were like, we need a job for the summer. So she's like, well, come on down and apply both of you. So she picked us up one day, took us with her. Um, we both went in, we applied, 
Um, it was all handwritten. Um, they interviewed both of us. I was hired on the spot. They called her like a week later going, yes, we want to hire you. She started a week before me, which is funny. Um, because you know, finals. And that's how I ended up in outdoor vending. Um, you know, working the popcorn charts, the churro carts, selling balloons, the ice cream. That's what's outdoor vending. And I did that job for about two years. Um, it has since gone wholly digital. Um, I think you now have to apply online at, I believe, DisneyCareers.com. And then you fill out an application and for whichever job that they have listed now. But yeah, a lot of things have changed. Um, yeah, I did outdoor vending for two years. I transferred to photography, did that for about five and a half. Um, interviewed for that, just like any other position, but I was a transfer position. And then when it came to be entertainment, that is purely auditions. It is a straight up audition, like you would be doing like a regular, like theatrical, like audition for a musical or a theatrical play or whatever. A um, little bit different, but similar processes and I've been doing hosting since 2013 so yeah oh very it good changed a lot <laughs> it looks like it has yeah yeah uh yep. so then uh, what would be some of your more memorable experiences as a cast member I guess particularly doing uh hosting oh wow oh gosh uh couple years before the shutdown mm -hmm. um or like we call it the uh, the dark times yeah <laughs> um right um one of the most touching moments that i had there was a family that had asked for a special meet and greet with uh with mickey and my lead comes in and he goes hey I need somebody to help me out. Um, who's free? And I was like, I am. He goes, have you ever done a Make-A-Wish? I was like, yeah, I've done plenty of them. He goes, have you ever been to the quiet room? I was like, yeah, I, I know exactly where it is. And he goes, great, you're coming with me. I was like, okay. He goes, we, uh, we have a special, special case. I was like, okay. So I, I uh, go with him to the, what we call the quiet room. It's uh, next to City Hall. And I take with Mickey with me and I learned when we got there from guest relations that I have a, a little boy that had just taken his last chemo pill in front of the castle. Oh, wow. And he was about 11. <laughs> I, I'm turning up just thinking about him because he was an absolute sweetheart. And... <clears throat> one of the sweetest boys I'd ever met. And we went in, we met him and it was just, lack of a better phrase, sorry to be ironic, but, but it was just purely magical. Like mom and dad, of course, are crying. Aunts and uncles are there, cousins are there. And this little boy is just so brave. And he is so kind and he's just so shy as well. And he was just the sweetest. 
and it was just so great to see the interaction between him and and Mickey and just the bravery of him because it also made me flash back to when I was just a little bit older than him going through surgeries going through medical issues um literally taking it one day at a time not knowing if you're going to be up going to be able to wake up the next day and just the bravery and the strength he had and I will forever be grateful for him and his family and forever remember that. And I'm trying so hard not to blubber like a baby mm-hmm. <laughs> while being recorded. And um, his family, uh, when we left, because we took a bunch of pictures with him, um, mom insisted that he take pictures with all the cast members that were there with him a day. So she gave us each this wristband and I wore it the entire rest of the day um, that we could actually wear jewelry and stuff like that, that um, I might start wearing it again, but it said Timmy Strong on it. And a couple months after the fact, manager comes up to me and she goes hey I got something for you I'm like all right and she hands me this envelope she goes city hall wanted to make sure that this got personally delivered to you all right so I open it up and inside is a handwritten note from Timmy's mom and from Timmy and a copy of the picture that we had in all together and it was just and I started crying right there in front of the manager. She goes, oh my gosh, is it okay? And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is amazing. This is fantastic. And that's probably one of my most memorable and most touching experiences that I've had as a host to date. So. Oh, that's, a, that's amazing. I, I would imagine hosts and cast members have had so many experiences like that. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting when we go to the parks before COVID had hit, uh, mm-hmm. Avery's favorite thing to do was actually do the meet and greets, like to go meet characters, even more so than going yeah. on rides. Oh, yeah. So we would sit there in line waiting and it was it was fun to see the kids just get really excited. Uh, as yeah. a teenager, I probably wouldn't have cared as much, but now as a parent and adult, I mean, I, I can see that. Uh, yes, it is cliche, like you mentioned, but I mean, Disneyland is really just making dreams come true, which is really special and really great. We certainly try. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I hope it's not being like, too insensitive to ask this question. It's going to be kind of shifting gears a little bit, but what's some okay. of the more strange or weirder experiences, I guess, that you've had, or maybe kind of funny? <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Um, well... I think you have to remember certain things about the human nature. People are just weird in general (laughs) to begin with. Um, There are a lot of moments that cast members have that we just literally just stand there and we just stare because literally we have no idea how to respond to some things that happen. Um, 
and and sometimes people think that we're rude but literally our brains just reset because of whatever's happened and there been some bonker things um some things that I, I can't quite share but there have been a couple of instances especially um with with tried to do two characters and you're just like no 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 we're, we're not gonna do that mm-hmm. um yeah like people grabbing mickey um trying to pick them him up and you're just i i've i've literally said this to people i'm like what do you think you're doing <laughs> because it takes us takes us back a little bit yeah and there have been some other times where words have completely lost us and we have said point our finger at somebody been like put him down and they have literally dropped mickey because i'm just like oh you don't do that please don't never do that again um weird conversations there have been some conversations that we've had with some guests that were just kind of like what just happened here um (laughs) there there have been some doozies um stories that friends have told me like people trying to take their infant on indiana jones oh wow in a duffel bag oh no <laughs> oh yeah so yeah there, there have been some bonkers stories um i'm trying to figure out i'm, I'm trying to remember there are some things that i tried to repress because uh-huh. <laughs> there are some things you're just like i never want to think about this ever again um, but yeah, um, some funny things is it just happened today. People calling characters by the wrong names. Um, <laughs> I was with Princess Tiana today. Clearly, it is Princess Tiana. Big, giant green dress, mm-hmm. gorgeous black hair up into a high bun, crown. Mm-hmm. Like, it is Tiana. Mm-hmm. Somebody walked by and called her Tinkerbell. <laughs> And we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, you heard that, right? Like, they they just call me Tinkerbell? Yep, they just called you Tinkerbell. Okay, all right, cool. Um, People have called her Cinderella today, too. (laughs) And we're like, not even close, not not even the right color scheme. Mm -hmm. Blonde hair versus black hair. Blue dress versus green dress. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just mind-numbing sometimes. You're just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. one thing I, along with the character calling characters wrong name, um, poor Miguel, um, he gets called Coco so many times. Oh, poor Miguel. <laughs> oh yeah, and we're like, no, no, no. It was like, um, Coco's great grandma, and uh, she's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Miss> Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, some really strange things. Trying people trying to pull on the cord on Woody. We're like, guys, it doesn't work. Uh, like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the last Toy Story movie, Woody doesn't have a voice box anymore. Uh-huh. It doesn't work. <laughs> and another thing, never, ever, ever yell Andy's coming to another, like, Pixar character ever again. Oh, for the love of Pete, we are so tired of people telling us, Andy's coming. He doesn't belong to anybody anymore. He doesn't belong to Andy. Mm-hmm. Like and if it was like, oh my gosh, we're around humans. 
it would be null and void anyway because they're around everybody else. So there's no reason for them to do that. And it was yeah. also a staged photo in Florida and the people kind of got in trouble for that. So Oh, wow. Debunking a myth right here, right now. Okay. Never perfect. do it because they will not actually ever drop. Okay, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever do that to a character. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, people are, people are weird. Um, not to sound like totally uncast member-ish, but a lot of people check their brains out the door. There is no common sense inside the park anymore. Mm-hmm. But that just leaves for amazing stories and and for us to go, did that really just happen? It really just happened. But yeah, mm-hmm. anyway. But okay. feel free to edit <laughs> however you want to. So. Okay, <laughs> sounds yeah. good. Yeah, people are bunkers. People are bunkers. Okay. Well, on a, onto a lighter topic that I think people yes. will be finding to be really interesting and one that I'm actually really interested to hear about as well would be uh, food options. Uh, it's only just kind of been in recent like months going that I've discovered there's actually some really great food options I had oh, no idea about. Like So much good food. Yeah. Like, so uh, much. My, my sister-in-law actually um, brought to our attention, what was it called? The, the Little Red Wagon. I guess it's oh. like a Stand right. Yeah, I, I never knew yeah. of it before, but their corn dogs are so delicious. We're talking like LA County Fair style corn dogs. Oh, yeah. Have you uh, got, have you ever tried the bacon ketchup? No, I haven't tried it yet. So okay. I, so when we came back to came back to work, I had a whole week <laughs> where I could literally just go around ride rides and like it's called test and adjust. We basically ride rides and act as crash test dummies. Mm-hmm. But we had a uh, an op a. Uh, a ticket to get free food from the little red wagon and there's just like hey do you want to try this bacon ketchup and my friend and i went yeah yes we will so bacon ketchup over at the little red wagon if they still have it so good okay so good awesome good. That, next time we go definitely want to try that yeah and then they still another, have another one i recently discovered was the uh the tropical hideaway <gasps> right right, right yes. by uh, uh the jungle cruise because, yeah right uh, next to tiki room yeah, yeah. So so everyone mm-hmm. knows about the Dole Whip right there, right by the Tiki Room. Yes. Really great. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Very few places have Dole Whips. In fact, every time I go to visit my in-laws, the Sharps at, in Hawaii, I say, okay, can right? we go stop by the Dole Plantation? Because I want to get one. Right. I was turned on to, or brought to my attention. Hey, you can get a Dole Whip swirl with raspberry at inside yes. the hideaway. So, so over at Tropical Hideaway, not only do they have like the regular Dole Whip that you can get over in front of Tiki Room, which by the way, mobile ordering gets you through that line faster. Oh, okay. But cool. they also have raspberry flavored Dole Whip, and I believe they have an orange flavored Dole Whip. Okay, the orange I haven't tried it, yet. Okay. And you can get the awesome Dole Whip float. Oh, the Dole Whip float so, I've had as well. That one's yeah. really good. So you get the soft serve and then they pour the uh, pineapple juice over it. So it's like a root beer float, but with pineapple. Awesome. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> Another thing that's over there at the Tropical Highway is the, uh, the bao bun. The bao bun is amazing. Oh, okay. That's it's so good. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so do you have any more recommendations of maybe food places that people, I mean, it's not like it's uh, hidden, but just people may not even be aware that are there. Oh gosh. There's so many. Okay, so. All right, so one of my favorite places to go um, is Bengal Barbecue. Now, everybody knows of Bengal Barbecue, but not a lot of people actually go to Bengal Barbecue because usually there's a longer line. But the bacon-wrapped asparagus 
is pretty amazing. I love it. Um, the, also the, um, the barbecue, um, beef skewer or the barbecue chicken. Mm-hmm. Great. And they also have like a plate option where you can get like rice and I think like a pasta salad along with the skewers. So it's not just the skewers. They actually have like a, like a combo plate almost. Um, another really great place to go is the Harbor Galley. Harbor Galley is located just in front of the Haunted Mansion exit. Okay. So where the Columbia usually would be like docked if it was like not working or not going, it would be docked right there. They've now made that entire area into this very pretty like seating area. But the Harbor Galley, they've got all sorts of stuff over there. They Oh gosh, I'm going to look it up on the app because... Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. But... Last time I was there, they had like a lobster roll, which you wouldn't think of. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Um, let's see. Let's go to the map and look up dining over in New Orleans Square. All right. So. Yeah, so they got the lobster roll. They got a tuna salad sandwich, and they have soup in a sourdough bread bowl, which mm. you could never go wrong with a bread bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they also have, like, a frozen lemonade over there near there, too. Also, pretty awesome. I love a good frozen lemonade. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, lobster roll, super tasty. Awesome. Awesome. We'll definitely have to keep that in uh, consideration next time we go. Uh mm-hmm. A common restaurant that I think a lot of people see, but maybe not everyone goes to, is the the Blue Bayou. Like, I mean, when oh, you go yeah. to the Caribbean, like you you ride mm-hmm. right by it, but you don't really think oh, to yeah. go there. Alice and I went one time when we went without the kids, mm-hmm. and oh, it was so good, it's so delicious. So that would be my oh, recommend yeah. if you can. Oh yeah, um, it is currently under refurbishment. Uh-huh. So while they've been working on the entrance of Pirates, they've um, been working on. Um, the Blue Bayou as well. So uh-huh. kind of knock out two birds with one stone. Yeah. So, but um, it's absolutely beautiful inside. I've always loved the Blue Bayou, but mm-hmm. yes, they have amazing food and the desserts have always been like top notch. I've mm-hmm. always loved the desserts over there. Perfect. Yeah. Very good. So with the recent additions to the park, I'm actually curious. So you spent so much time there. You've gotten to see so much change come about uh, Disneyland and California Adventure. Yeah. So what have been your your thoughts for both uh, the Galaxy's Edge and the Avengers Campus? And what do you like about both particular lands? All right. Can I just say, being a huge Star Wars nerd, I actually cried when I first walked into Galaxy's Edge oh, for awesome. <laughs> a preview because um, they were doing uh, testing for um smugglers run mm-hmm. and before you can even step in you had to like walk away in a pouch your watch like if you could take pictures or anything anything that could t- possibly take a picture your phone like anything electronic got locked away into a sealed pouch mm-hmm. um and they let us backstage and let us in through the side gate and gate opened up and I was in awe. I started tearing up and I literally went, I was like, I'm home. I was like, these are my people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I walk a little further 
and the spance just opens up and there is the millennium falcon and i was like geek heaven i was like you can strike <laughs> me down and i could die happy right now i was like i saw the millennium falcon i was like oh my gosh <laughs> um tears of joy of course coming down my face um i was so thrilled with galaxy's edge um when i actually got to take danny for the cast member preview um it was i was like kid in a candy store i was like i got four hours i gotta fill this up i was like running around like crazy um but yeah i was so happy and i was geeking out like crazy and i was just like my brothers are going to die when i tell them all this <laughs> um now funny thing is avengers campus um, I actually did not get to set foot inside Avengers Campus until my 15th anniversary party. Oh, wow. Okay. It was, um, I, they did the cast member preview differently. Mm -hmm. um, so we got, had to sign up basically for a drawing almost. And only certain people got picked. It was really weird. I didn't appreciate it because I was like, oh, my Marvel heart is dying. <laughs> um, but I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I'll get there someday. I'll get inside someday. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to a whole lot of time later. I finally get to set foot inside Avengers Campus. And so we're there for the fit, my 15th anniversary party. Danny's with me. Danny's my husband, by the way. Um, and we go through the back way and I look up and there's a Quinjet oh, awesome. right there. And I'm like, Ooh, that's amazing. And I'm like, all right, let's go find some characters. <laughs> Being me. I was like, and then let's go ride web slingers. I was like, <laughs> that was my main goal. I was just like, Sun is a huge Spider-Man fan. I was like, I found Spider-Man, was able to take a picture with him. And I'm like, great. Walked through a couple things, beeline to web slingers. Five minute wait. It was absolutely fantastic. I was like, ah. <laughs> Web slingers, by the way, oh my gosh, that is an arm workout. Oh my gosh, have you been on web slingers? Last I haven't year? been on web slingers yet. No, you better start doing some bicep curls right now because oh my gosh, my arms are tired. Because <laughs> you know how in Midway Mania you have to pull that stupid little string? Yeah, all right, this is full action, got to extend the arms out to like grab and like sling the spiders that are coming out, out of everything. Uh -huh. And my biceps hurt so bad <laughs> after we got <laughs> off of that ride. I'm like, all right, don't have to do arm day for a while. But the, the amount of stuff that they packed into the land that used to be land, quite amazing. Um, they have Pim's Test Kitchen, which... Their whole big thing is like, we make small food bigger and bigger. Yeah, they have a chicken patty sandwich. The chicken is really the bigger, the, bigger than the size of my head. <laughs> and they have like these giant pretzels and um, it, it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit of a shtick, but it's absolutely hilarious. It's fantastic. Um, and then the character experiences there, we got to see the Doctor Strange moment. Um, they have like this little show there with Dr. Strange and I got to see part of it and like pulls Thor out of like ether, I guess. 
And that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, wow. And I walk them around and there's Black Widow up on top of this tower and uh, got to see Loki, got to see Captain America walk by. And I'm like, all right, cool. So the amount of stuff that they put in there was pretty fantastic. I was quite impressed by it. And the fact that it wasn't super crowded and I got to take my time a little bit. And yeah, just like all the little, all the little details, all the little things is, was really neat. Um, yeah, it's like that. I was really excited about that. I was like, okay, this is kind of living up to it. And the fact that whatever characters we could bring into the parks is reflective of the new shows and the new movies. So once a new show drops or a new movie drops, we have the characters in the park literally the next morning. Um, Doctor Strange and Wanda are now in the parks. We have the Eternals. We have Moon Knight. And I was like, all right. Um, when, um, was it Shang-Chi um, was here, we, we have him or we had him and mm-hmm. we had several of the bad guys. Um, we had a show going on for a little bit. I think we still do. I'm not entirely sure. A little outside my realm. I'm not usually in DCA. Um, but yeah, we have this show and we have Spider-Man. It's like Spider-Man flying across the sky. Mm-hmm. So that whole area is quite action-packed. There's always something going on. There's always mm-hmm. something to see. Oh, and of course, I cannot forget the Dormelage. Dormelage are freaking amazing. They're mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous, and they have this presence that is so commanding. And yet, when they see a little, like the little littles, like they're approachable at the same time. And mm-hmm. these women are astounding, and I absolutely adore them, and I love them, and I wish I could be one because they're <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. it, it's wonderful to see like, I mean, the, the times that I've gone just to just look just that for both uh, lands for Galaxy's Edge and for uh, Avengers Campus, just all the, the intricate details, how detailed everything is. It's amazing. Oh, this, the care that went into both, both parks. Oh yeah. I mean, just the details alone. If you go into the, one of the stores in um, Galaxy's Edge, um, they have a, their walls are covered with memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look closely at one of the upper decks or a second level of the store that they have, you can catch a glimpse of the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're going that route. Hello. Um, but yeah, just the little things. It was just like they have like medical droids. Just like, oh, okay. It's just like either that or they have like the droids from like uh, episode one up there. And you're still like, oh, all right, we're doing that. Cool. Just like all these, all these little things that you catch from like the different movies or past movies or not even this, within the Star Wars galaxy, you'll find something. You're just like, wait a second. I thought, no, yes, no. All right. But just all the little details, all the details are just so well done. It's just astounding. And I'm just like, okay, our Imagineering team did good. They did good. Absolutely. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. kudos to them it's amazing to see uh i have a question then so for uh the the local residents who get to go all the time or frequently i mean i guess they don't really have to plan their day out too much they can just kind of go whatever fits their schedule like whatever mm-hmm. maybe like lesser and for lines but for out-of-towners what would you recommend for being like their experience or must-see rides for both mm-hmm. parks mm-hmm. that's a good one so if you're into like the faster paced rides definitely hit up all the mountains mm-hmm. you got space mountain you got thunder mountain you got matterhorn mountain and you got splash mountain mm-hmm. like those are our, on the Disneyland side, some of our high, faster pace. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, if you can, hit up, um, I mean, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, hit up Smuggler's Run or Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance is on a completely different level of an experience than anything else we have in the entire resort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say from any other ride in the Orange County area. Uh huh. Um, it is really immersive and pretty spectacular. It's not just a ride; it's really an experience. Um, let's see. If you got littles with you, just about anything in Fantasyland. The newer version of the Sm- um, Snow White ride, adorable. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, not as scary as it used to be. If anybody <laughs> had ever visited there, it used to be called Snow White's Daring Journey, or no. <laughs> Scary adventure. Snow is scary uh, adventure. Sorry. It's been a few years during journey. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There was a reason why it was called scary. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's now like um, Snow White's Enchanted Wish or something like that now. And it's really cute. And it leaves it on more of a happy note. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we all try to leave most of our rides with a happy note. But this one is really great how they did it. Mm-hmm um the special effects on it pretty good i was like oh it's like oh this is really cute um i am a sucker for peter pan really am let's see you can never go wrong with dumbo um let's see yeah space mountain star tours absolutely gotta hit up star tours mm-hmm. but yeah it's just like it all depends on how you're feeling i mean do you have like older kids with you or do you have like the younger kids with you um one of my all-time favorites besides Peter Pan, Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, granted, it is currently closed, mm-hmm. but we're hoping, fingers crossed, that it should be open in the next couple months, hopefully in the next two. Okay, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We're hoping. Hoping. Okay. Um, <laughs> we noticed that some of the construction roles around the New Orleans Square area had just got taken down as of, like, this morning. So we're like, cool more space to work, walk around because it was making everything very, very tiny to get through. And when you have a very popular character like Jack Sparrow, it gets a little tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, and as for California Adventure, you got Screamin', um, you got Soarin', you got Web Slingers, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, not much for the littles, not much for the littles over there. I mean, characters are great, but as for rides for little kids, you might want to skip California Adventure because there's not a whole lot for anybody younger than five, I want to say. Possibly anybody younger than seven. Um, because with Bugs Land now being gone, 
there goes the large appeal for that. Um, if you catch Ant-Man walking around Avengers Campus, sometimes he'll have a little tiny bug's land in his hands sometimes now, which is cute, but sad at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, well, that's really cute. That's really detailed. Oh, I really missed that. That was a lot of shade. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like for, for California Adventure, definitely for your teenagers and um, folks that don't have a whole lot of small kids with them. Mm -hmm. um, Grizzly Bear River Run, great on a hot day. Uh, prepare to get soaked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bring a plastic bag to put your shoes in and wear sandals. Otherwise, you're going to be walking around in soaking feet all day, and that's not comfortable for anybody. Mm -hmm. um, tower is always a good one. Me, I'm not a huge fan of heights, so I leave the heights and the dropping from them to other people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you will not find me on Tower, or sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, we, we still we still refer it to to Tower sometimes, uh -huh. but. Either that or screaming. Been on each one of those once in my life. I'm set for the rest of my life. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like there's a there's some at least something for everybody. Um, gauge your group, um, especially with the kiddos. Know your kids. Know their limits. Um, if you got the little ones, stick to Disneyland. Don't even bother with California Adventure unless you're just in it for the character meet and greets. <laughs> Because um, there really is not much. There we've got like a handful that can take up the take the little kids on, but that's really about it. Mm -hmm. That's coming from a mom, so yeah. <laughs> that's not even the cast member side of me. That's just strictly that's the mom side of me talking. So, mm -hmm. yep. But well, the food perfect. over there is great, though. The food over oh. there is pretty <laughs> great, especially during Food and Wine Festival. Oh, amazing. Awesome. Very good. Very good. Uh, that was pretty much all the questions I had. Were there any other points you wanted to bring up? Anything else you wanted to discuss? Let's see. Not really. Just whenever you go, have fun, but be smart about it. Mm -hmm. um, cast members are trying their best. We really are. We're trying to make everybody's stay there and experience there memorable and lovely but you also have to remember we are not perfect mm -hmm. we try our best grant us a little grace pleases and thank yous get you so much further than yelling at us because sometimes we are literally just doing our jobs especially when it comes to character experiences mm -hmm. we are doing our best especially with the new way the, the mink greets are going, are going. We literally went from, hey, folks, we need to stay six feet away to, okay, come on over, literally overnight. So we are still trying to get into that flow again after not doing it for literally two, two and a half years, two years, two years. And so... When you go see a character, ask them, hey, is it okay if I give you a hug? Um, pleases and thank yous. If you have an autograph book, please have it open before you hand it over. Because <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, it's just like sometimes it's, it's pretty full and we have to sit there and watch them try to flip through and try to find a page. 
have a page already open. No big deal. But yeah, it's like grant us a little bit of grace and we can, will try to move mountains for you. We really do try. We really do try. It is hard for us sometimes because we are very limited on how we can move those mountains, but we will try our best. And we try our best to be polite. Um, me, personally, I have a lower register. So sometimes I come off a little more gruff. I make a better second impression sometimes. <laughs> but like, like I said, we try our best. We're human. We have emotions too. So we will do our best if you do your best as well. And hey, if you're having a rough day, let us know in a very nice way. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll see what we can do to help you out. It's like, if you're really wanting to meet this character, but they're leaving and they literally cannot take anybody else, let us give you some options. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I cannot tell you how many times I've been yelled at. Um, I've nearly been punched. <laughs> And I cannot tell you how many times I've been told I have ruined a vacation because I had to close a line because my character had to go in so I could bring another one out. And I'm mm. like, literally, wait five minutes. I can have another character out for you in less than five minutes or so. Sit mm. tight. They're coming back. Give me just a few minutes and it's all going to be gravy. It's going to be great. So... Those are my little tips and tricks. And if it works, fantastic. But I know from experience, throw the cast members, it's like especially those that are working with characters or working with attractions, because we all know how electronics and mechanics likes to work, especially in the heat, um, or not work as it were. We're just doing our best. And we will do our best to help you out. We will do our best to grant you as a, a pleasant experience as possible. Like, we're like, yeah, but we're, we're wanting to work with you. We're waiting to work with you. We're willing to work with you. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, Barbara, for the, uh, the feedback, for the suggestions and just sharing your experiences. It was really wonderful to hear all of that. Uh, if we're good, I think we're going ahead and go to, to wrap up for tonight, but thank you for coming on my podcast. I really appreciate it. And just chatting Disney is always fun. It's always a really good experience for me. So thank you. Ah, uh, you're welcome, Albert. Anytime. Seriously. I was like, Hey, next time you want to talk movies, you're a girl. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. That'd be really fun to do that. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the Cassie for Fun podcast. Uh, thanks again. Bye.